You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, hosted on the Line of Sight Podcast Network. Line of Sight is proud to host War Machine University, Brawl Machine, and Fallen Corvus, as well as numerous content creators like Field of Fire, Lightbringers, Brawler Bios, Vicarious Competition, Midnight Monpod, and Charge and Spike. You can find our content at loswarmachine.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 172 of Line of Sight. My name's Chandler. I'm here with Brett. No time for introductions. Let's go. Okay, Jaden, you're here too. <laughs> yes, I am. There's Woo! no news whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> is there news? <laughs> uh, Kickstarter thing? No, 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 no. Um, no. Um, mystery boxes, which yep. if you like those, cool. And if you don't, cool. That's about it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's about cool. it. Uh, oh, actually, well, one one important ish thing. Um, mm-hmm. If you bought a Monpoc new starter, the oh, yeah. Uh, some of the maps may be incorrect, and if they are, Privateer Press is sending the place that you bought them from the the correct map. So go talk to them. Yeah, it sounds like they know like exactly which ones were screwed up. So they're yeah, they're gonna yep. get all So you just get two mats. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Neat efficiency. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so, something efficiency adjacent. Uh, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's just a packing error that was very widespread. Uh, cool. All right. Well, yeah. So the reason we're rushing a little bit is today we are taking listener questions. And apparently since August, we've like doubled our listener base. (laughs) So, uh, when we asked for questions, we got drowned in them. So there's (laughs) a lot. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to be kind of like, we're going to be fast moding uh, as many as we can. I don't want to, if there's a really good question, I don't want to just blaze over it, but, um, and we're going to see how long that takes, and maybe this will be a two-parter. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. The, real, the only real rule is that if you asked about every faction, we're just going to answer one. Yeah, yeah, but... we, yeah. we can't do a, a full game breakdown this time, which no. we've tried to do that kind of thing in the past, and it always makes us... It does not work. Yep. yep. So, right. Jaden actually has our questions, so he's going to be taking us on that journey. Yeah, so... Um... We're going to start with the ones on our Facebook page. Then we're going to move to the War Machine General Facebook page. And the reason for this is because these ones are easier to lose. And then we'll talk about we'll go through the million on our Discord. So um, uh, from James, we've got uh, he says total beginner more, more or less. Um, I'd love to hear about list building from a factional perspective, but also how you use that list. For example, say I've got a few starter boxes and I've read your machine articles. Now I've got Beth and some Signar models and another caster. How do I get better at the game? How do I avoid hopping into war table, queuing up a match and running everything forward and then getting tabled? Um, yeah, Legion question. I don't have to answer. No, it's it's Signar, you nerd. But he said Beth. Yeah, oh, Beth, 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 Beth Maddox. <laughs> I guess they don't put Beth A2 in the starter box. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, no. that is absolutely accurate. Uh, okay, so number one, you should know your own threat ranges and hit values really, really well. That's uh, yeah. Number zero, you should find an experienced player and talk about them in depth with your list, perhaps in our mentoring channel, perhaps in your local meta. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, and basically, then, like having one-on-one -on -one conversations with people is just like it's just the way to do it for the most part. And the age of Discord has made that considerably easier, thankfully. Right. And it's even better if like it can show you visually on Warttable what you should be doing with your list. Um, and, and then or, oh, and or like play through a game and say, hey, here's what you should think about, and kind of show you. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing is you should know your model stats really well because if you know your model stats really well, you can start thinking about what your opponent's stuff does and you can ask them about it and look it up during the game. And that will help you do things like not get your models charged when you don't want them to get charged and not getting your model shot to death by guns that you didn't realize could get to you and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So the, your first couple games are going to be extremely brain intensive. So any, anything you can do to prevent you from wasting time trying to remember your own stuff, that's, <laughs> that's going to be really valuable. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. yeah. And and really it's just this is the thing. Uh you're gonna put models on a table or on war table or whatever, and you're gonna run forward and get probably obliterated. And I mean that happened to be in my last game. <laughs> like... Right. Yeah, no, yeah. That still happens to us sometimes. But especially like early on, like that kind of thing's just gonna happen. And the the best thing to do is like try to find people who are willing to like talk to you about it and right. like be willing to like re-rack and go, okay, what if I maybe position that differently or or right. things like that. And, and it's just yep. going to come through iteration. It's just going to come from doing it over and over again. Yeah. There's some other things that you can do. Like if you read uh, good battle reports or watch battle reports, they'll talk about why they're putting things in places. That can mm -hmm. give you a sense of like why you put things behind XYZ piece of terrain or in such and such place. But uh, for most people, that's not going to be enough. You need to put them on the table. Yep. Yeah, basically. Pretty much. Kevin asks, what should someone work on if they want to move on from casual with friends games to actual tournaments? I'm going to say clock. Oh, yeah. I was, I was going to say go to a tournament. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm, yeah, I am sure. very like jump into the cold water about like any kind of like competitive intent towards a game where it's like, honestly, the best thing you can really do is like just go to a tournament and go, all right, what went well, what went wrong? Like, don't go in with any strong expectations. Like, just good yeah. chance you'll kind of yeah. get wrecked. Like, it happens. So, so uh, yeah, just. Find a friend, drive up to a local event, and just play. And you, by bringing a friend, you know you'll have someone to chat with. You won't have to worry about that. You'll have someone to yeah. commiserate with. And if, they can help you like evaluate how it went. And if possible, uh, you should find out who the TO is ahead of time. And then you should message them that you're coming and explain what the situation is. And they might be able to like hook you up with a person in the group that's like a pretty good mentor to talk to uh, mid-tournament and also later. And that's, you know, another group of friends that suddenly you have access to. One of my favorite things at conventions is when uh, we're in like some huge like master's qualifier or something like that. I mean, like the first round or two and I match up somebody who's like, this is this is my first tournament. <laughs> And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's probably going to be rough for that. Like, I've played a lot of games of War Machine, man. But like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad. I love when people do that because I'm I I put myself in that situation all the time. I love whenever I'm picking up a new game, I'm like, all right, when's the next tournament? Yep. Like, and, I will and be because of that within a couple days if I can. That's what I do now, too. Fourth game or third, second, second game of Infinity was a tournament. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it's I don't know. It's just fun. So it's one of those things that it's like there, there's not really a lot you can do to like prep until you kind of go in and like know what you're what you're getting into kind of. And this is yeah. the thing for the most part. Tournaments kind of like to me anyway, they just kind of feel like a slightly more structured version of showing up and playing a bunch of games like cat just regular old games in a row. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The best like, part about a tournament is that you you're guaranteed to get, you know, two or three yeah. games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically. I will, so. I will say know your model rules and then practice 
a little bit with clock. Just make sure that you yeah. so, don't. So if you want actual about clock. Place, yeah, yeah, clock, yeah, real yeah, advice. Clock yeah. advice um, <laughs> is like knowing your stats, knowing your rules, practice deployment. Um, you can do that all by yourself. Yep. We need to find, we have, uh, did we do an article or was it a, a cast about ask. quest questions to ask your opponent? Oh, um, was, I think that's a cast. That was also okay. a cast. I was referring to the one about how to get better at clock. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and we have, yeah, that's the thing. Go back and read and listen to all of our stuff. Everything. Everything. You know? <laughs> Just everything. Yeah. Uh, now, we, we've got some, I, I would actually really love to, like, organize, like, a, new player resources from the million things that we've put together over the years yeah uh, that would be a that would be a good it would also be too. an endeavor anyway <laughs> so, yeah. yeah uh thanks yeah. kevin who's good up, question yeah. uh johan asks what are the current medalists for grimkin what do they work well into and what do they struggle with hot takes appreciated wild speculations as well um okay so here's the thing about grimkin nobody freaking knows <laughs> but i will tell you that dreamer dark menagerie with unit of dread rots is one of the most fun lists i've ever played in my life and I never thought I'd say that. Yeah, I was going to say, um, Avent runs Defiled Archons well. Yeah, Defiled Archons are fantastic. Dreadrots with Isaiah are actually really, 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 really good now. Which is uh, surprising turns, as hell. <laughs> yeah, turns out being Mad 8, Pow and Masters with Ghostly on the charge is pretty strong. Yeah. Um, I, I saw somebody like posting up a thing about it. I think it's like a battle report you did where it's like, seems like they just like made two attacks. It's like, I think you need to understand how cheap this unit is. <laughs> yeah, I paid, <laughs> like, I, I, I paid 12 points and they did like, 10 damage to Molg under stone yeah. and, and took attacks, right? They took, and attacks. took attacks. They have yeah. tough, like that's, that's a thing. And, and they, and like you need to, you can't ignore them now. Like that was part of the problem is they right. were very ignorable before. Well, and I played into a terrible matchup. I played into purification so they don't get to keep Mirage on them. I played into, um, like spammable AOE knockdown g spells, which yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, these are all really bad for them. But in the end, like, they provided my death knell with 10 corpses, well, eight corpses, and that meant my skin and bones and carriage got to have all the corpses in the world, and I got the armor buff, and they finished off Molg, and they scored me a zone. So, like, I like, I like what how more just, do you want? I like how we've just spiraled around to what we thought Grimkin list would look like when they came out. <laughs> it's like Dread Rots feeding a death knell, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is like stuff that was never happening for most of Grimkin's life cycle. It's wonderful. Um, yeah. I also think that people that are dismissing the Slaughterhouse are doing so prematurely. I've played five games with it now, and I liked it in every game. I think it's really, really interesting. My my highlight game is the game where I got to heal it with its own mechanic for 38 hit points. And then it got down to two, and then I got to trigger sacrifice and went back up to 56, 58. And then it got down to like 20 again, and I healed it for another 20 points with its own healing mechanics. So my opponent put like 120 points of damage into that thing and did not kill it. Seems so good. having never played a game with Slaughterhouse, I know that you're wrong, and we don't even have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Excellent. <laughs> we got hot takes and wild speculation in here. It's perfect. Okay. Yep. Uh, Jacob asks, what sets War Machine apart from other tabletop games? It's the only game he plays. We're already planning on doing a bigger in-depth cast on this, like we were talking about it today. So we're going to skip yes. this question, and we'll talk about it then. Yes. Yeah, we, we, have, a, we have a cast where we're going to really talk about like War Machine as a game pretty soon. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Next week or the week after. Yep. Kem uh, asks, Brett, who is the best Signar caster ever, and why is it Nemo 3? Uh, it's Kern. <laughs> oh, Kern? Oh, yes. okay. So Hi Kurt. This is the this is my local signal player. I'm always referring okay. to. Um, Got and, it. Uh, and it it's it's not Nemo three. It's Nemo four. Everyone knows that. Ooh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like how Sevi Zero was the best caster and protector. Well, yep. see, Nemo four's advantage is that he can play for convergence. Yeah. Fair oh. enough. There you go. Yeah. All right. 
Um, Paul says, do you think the continuous push to solos and how great they are is breaking the game? Personally, it's annoying seeing so the same models across factions and really hurts diversity. Look at some of these circle lists and a lot of secret masters with very few circle models. Seems like PP is just going more and more the GW are just trying to sell Riot Quest models. Um, wow, speaking, of somebody, of <laughs> yeah, speaking of somebody who's picking up a GW game, GW does not let you cross-faction stuff like at all. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to break this down kind of like from the start. Do you think the continuous push to solos and how great they are is breaking the game? So I think this was a thing that if, if you asked me this like a handful of months ago, I would probably be like, yeah, it is starting to feel like a little bit much. But as it's become more and more consistent, I started to realize kind of like Prefty Press is pushing a design intent at this point. They're mm -hmm. wanting a lot more like hero models, right? They're wanting a right. lot more like this is the badass one that did this cool thing. This like and and so what it is is it's actually take it's making it's taking solos and it's increasing their like their value in a lot of respects for which, an enormous amount of. Well, there's a lot of great out of game effects for that because that means your model count's going down, which means yeah. um, prices going down, which means that. Um, the number of decisions you have to make goes down, which means their importance goes up, which makes the game, I feel, better and more strategic. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing, too, is that, like, uh, oh, my train of thought, it's going, it's it's gone. Um, Most of so, the game, <laughs> solos have been bad. Oh, that's, that what what yes, that's what there I was going to say. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I for, got for, you. For most of like last and this editions, like the only time that you really took solos was either that they had an extremely core support function, like take like Arcanus mechanics and ret and things like that. And they're pretty cheap. So you can kind of get away with it. Or they were a requisition slot. That's like pretty much that was every solo in your list. Usually. Or they were Iris runner Gorman in Mark two. Yeah. If you asked even like a year, eight months, maybe even six months ago, like there was a time where it was really like if a if a solo was costed in that like five, six, seven range, we would be like, well, it doesn't matter because there's just always a requisition slot. I, we're actually paying for those solos now because you fill your three requisitions and go, oh, I want more solos. And, <laughs> you know, and it and, and the thing is, is it, this does come down to personal preference somewhere. Right. It's just like, do you like that or do you not? And right. it, I don't know. It, it would have been one of those things that I feel like Privateer Press couldn't come out and be like, this is our design intent going forward because it would sound really weird like it'd be hard to explain in a way that but this is kind well, and of the, and the effects of it are really subtle they are yeah and and th so for me like it, it in a lot of respects it started in my eyes with like infernals right well, infernals well so infer infernals feel like the baby step that led to archons mm. because infernals have some of the strongest solos now they seem a little tame now <laughs> but <laughs> honestly Except but you, in initially when they came out yeah linda <laughs> especially when they came out many of infernal solos appeared like what on earth are these like they were so strong right. and they still are really good alish 2 is incredible yes he like is. that guy's nuts like they, there are still some incredibly strong solos and then we saw archons come out and then obviously yeah riot quest ended up getting involved with that and we've, we've seen but the thing is is that like most riot quest, mo riot quest models are not seeing that much use in war machine um there are standouts that we definitely know and notice uh mm -hmm. like in pretty Scythe. much every cycle. Scythe. Scythe sees play absolutely everywhere she can be played, right? Kogan. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, it takes um, like Legion, I, like Gisela, right? Like, she's just a core part of that faction now. But, like... I, I think the unfortunate part is because they're Riot Quest, people think that they're not, like, part of the game. and They, they feel of, more separate, uh, right? Well, like, like, they see them as a unit rather than just being a part of the game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think I think that's unfortunate because I think like if they were just normal releases, that would be 
that'd be fine. You, you I, need to be more like us, where you don't see the aesthetic; you just see right. numbers. Exactly. <laughs> um, and and I can and I can see the okay. So I I can also see the argument where um uh because a lot of them work for a ton of factions. Yeah. Um, the the ones that the factions that can take Merc solos really easily have a have a uh, you know have an advantage that way. And they're homogenizing. Yeah, I mean, like we, we, I mean, we've said it for a while that like Riot Quest releases have been insane for mercenaries and minions. Like those fact, like because they can take all of them, <laughs> especially minions. Yeah. Uh, they've been able to take just like wild looking lists now because because of all the stuff that they've kind of got access to all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like how that like it, it, you're you're seeing like models across factions are hurting faction diversity. I I don't tend to buy that discussion a lot of the time there's a couple places where i've maybe been like this feels like it's getting a like to me it's like i've read it before strange bedfellows feels so wandery to me it's like what on earth are these all supposed to be <laughs> like it's just this bizarre mishmash which it's like it's like in the name but that almost feels like a cop-out Right. But like, um, but like, yeah, it's like when you see scrap files on the table, like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, you're like, okay, why is there like a Signar Storm Tower backing up these Soul Hunters? Like, I'm this is just a bizarre in you know, a convergence list. You're like, I'm very confused. On uh, ran the campaign. <laughs> um, but like, and so like, th- there are instances where I get that, but I don't really feel it in Riot Quest that much. I, uh, I like. I like that you went out of your way to complain about Strange Bedfellows. I really I, appreciate it. Actually, I think from now on, every question, I'm going to find a way to bring Strange Bedfellows. <laughs> oh, so, no. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Overall, yeah. no, it's probably fine. Um, the game is just shifting in a direction that it's never gone because the cycle has always been gun lines beat infantry, infantry beat jack lines, jack lines beat gun lines. And now there's a fourth part of the rock, paper, scissors, which is solos. And I'd also like to point out that even if solos were like the only thing being played, I would much rather see a list full of cool solos than, than 10 of the same Jack. I was going to say, you should see my Raven list. <laughs> like I like that was that that's what we had before all these powerful solos, right? We had, yeah. you know, 10 ragers or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. No, I was, I was just playing a list that has Hyperion, two heavies, and uh, four executioners, two ghost snipers. It's just solos. Scythe, like, it's, it's just nothing but solos. And it's very fun. It's a lot of fun to like. I mean, we saw things like that that people really liked back with, like, uh, like Oceans, right? With with Sorsha back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, those were always really fun lists. Like, you're like, oh, wow, you can play a list of, like, all solos. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's actually a lot of fun. Haley Two Mercs, yeah. I'm, I'm a big okay. fan of it. See, and that's the problem is that we are a big fan of the the direction that this is going. So it makes <laughs> yeah. Like... Initially, I was a little unsure, but like when I started to realize that it was like an overall design intent, and it started to even out across more of the factions, uh, I've actually really enjoyed playing with it. Yeah, and yeah. credit to Wildertan. That's where I stole the argument from. Like all my arguments. Yeah, there you go. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, Paul. Um, Jeffrey asks, uh, when you talk about generalists list having tools to deal with X or Y. Is there a list of X and Ys? Like stealth guns, flight, high armor, etc. Um, what do you guys check off as you build a list? Um, I think, honestly, I'm just going to answer this in an article. And That's we're yeah, probably going to skip this question. So I'm going to make yeah. a note to answer this in an article. But no, the answer is, yes, idea. there's a list. Um, yeah. And it's and, pretty long. And we, we go over and update it constantly. <laughs> Yeah, it's that. Yeah, it's it's it is it is a bit of a pyramid. There's things that are like, okay, here's like 
the most important core things and then you go down from there right yep matchup yep. dependent but yeah that, that'd be a good one to write out because that's, that's okay. definitely a thing yeah, yeah i think i think that's one i'll write out um simon asked best kid or caster and why the answer is obviously resnick 2 <laughs> i was gonna say krios 3 so i'm no better <laughs> uh strakov 2 because he's cool no actually that's that's my pick as well strakov 2 is just a boss yeah. Um, yeah. When when Hearts of Darkness, when we thought it was just going to be like everything, I was like, I'm going to play so much fucking Strakov too. That's like, and then it wasn't, and we were all and then, it, and then it wasn't, and I was like, uh, Malakov's fine, I guess. But Strakov too is cool. Yeah, Strakov's a bastard. Oh, sorry. And Zerkova too has the best art in the game. So, there you go. not wrong. Yeah. Um. So uh, Sabra asks, how do you evaluate whether a lister is viable? Obviously, you won't win every game with any list, and we know there are viable lists that aren't considered competitive. Whereas the line between viable and not really worth it. Uh, this is, I don't know this is funny to me I, because I literally I will look directly at a list and go like, bah, and I don't know why. Like it's I couldn't articulate it. It's very difficult. <laughs> well, and so I, I have a really great example of how to prove a list unviable. So <laughs> okay. generally what I'll do is I'll pick one list and say, you know, I think this list is really powerful. It does things I like. I really want to make it work. Um, mm-hmm. And. That's really the bar for viability for me. Is like I have to like it. Um, but if I play it and I bring it to a couple tournaments and it, you know, it just it does not work in the places I want it to. It, you know, it, it ends up being a lot more difficult than I expected, or it doesn't work out like I played out. That's when I start determining it's unviable. And so, yeah. so like there is a lot of subjective measurement in there, right? Like I'm guessing, you know, based on what I like, based on what I usually think is good, what I'm, you know, what I do well with. And then it's a matter of testing, right? It's always testing. It's also worth noting that Brett has like a nearly perfect track record of things getting nerfed or banned because he likes to play them. Ernest too. Anyway, um for me, viable is just like it does a specific thing pretty well that nothing else really does for the faction or it doesn't have any huge glaring weaknesses. Right, yeah, and I think that's a great point, is that there's two kinds of viability. There's your main list, and there's, there's your off-list viability. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be really simple things. Like that Raven list I mentioned, it's not a good list. And the reason I know that is I looked at it and went, this cannot kill anything that has health. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's like, it just has no punch, like, at all, basically. Like, a little, but not much. And so I was like, but it's fun, but this isn't a good list, right? So sometimes there's kind of sweeping things like that where you're just like, I just don't have POW above a certain number, basically, okay. uh, where that's like a thing. Um, and sometimes it's more minor. Sometimes it's like, well, this seems solid, but it would get completely wrecked by like one it's caster always, with Arcane Shield or something like that. It's always yeah. Scorn for me. I'm always like, oh, this list is great. And then Scorn happens. <laughs> <laughs> scorn. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ryan says, if you could add models to a theme or change the theme, what would they be? Can we all just agree that putting Wormwood in Secret Masters is what we would fix and then move on? Uh, no, Chandler's got to complain about uh, Strange Bedfellows first. Oh, you're right. Okay. Oh, Go ahead, uh, I would take every <laughs> model out of Strange Bedfellows. <laughs> Actually, it'd just, just be Morton Ember 1. <laughs> it's the only thing you're allowed to play in there. Uh, <laughs> it's just her by herself on a table. Um, <laughs> I'm largely... I'm mostly kidding. Uh, add models. Hmm. Uh, okay. Since I'm playing Rhett right now, I would make it so their jacks aren't all screwy between themes. Oh please. yeah. Like they I have would, a jack. I would get rid of their their themes. primary jack theme can't take all their jacks. So you're like, yep. Okay. Yeah. Circle and Circle has that problem too. 
Yes, yeah, Circle has the same problem. And it's it's like purely like a thematic thing. It has nothing there's no rules reason that that they should right. like it's not like oh that would really break it. Like it's just there's some jacks and I'm like, "Oh, I could build the caster around these jacks. That would be really cool." Never mind. <laughs> I cannot right. do it, that. <laughs> it makes the Sphinx which wants to be with Battle Mages never able to be with Battle Mages too. Yeah, like, like there's sad right. Story. And like it's there's so many jacks where I'm like, man, this would be really good if I was using it with like the House Shale Arcanist unit to give it extra focus. And you're like, well, that oh, never mind. <laughs> like, I can't, yeah, that's just a pain in the butt, and I'm never gonna yeah. be able to do that properly. Yeah, yeah, I take away battle group restricted themes almost across the board. I think I don't. Yeah, I don't see a it's, reason just, it's just yeah. Unless like yeah, I don't know. I like the Merc yeah, themes, just, I think would never, make sense, but other than that, yeah. Not so much. It's the only thing reigning in Mercs is how split up their themes are. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I would <laughs> I would do to Merc themes is uh, make it so it's less expensive to buy into the faction. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. We yeah. had a conversation. I was having a conversation with that about that in my store. Actually, somebody was like, "Well, great. If I bought these models, I'd sure have one tenth of eight lists." And I was <laughs> like, yeah, "Yeah, that's basically Mercs." Sorry. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, moving on to the regular Facebook page, uh, Emmanuel wants to know when we're going to do a crossover episode with him, and the answer is, I think we just did one like two months ago, man. I remember Emmanuel being on here. I do too. Tell him that uh, he sh he should show up for uh, one of our IK RPG episodes. Ooh, all right, yeah, all right. Um, Jonathan asks, when do you expect the Black Ivan CID, and do you expect it to flat out remove Signar from the game? Context here. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but anytime anything is announced about any errata's anywhere, John immediately asks about Black Ivan getting buffed. Yeah, for like uh, yeah, I've season. I've seen I've seen the meme floating around at this point. It's yeah, it's good. Is this, uh, is this a successor to Karchev Two? No, I thought, I thought you were. I thought people were always asking about Karchev Two. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's no, it's one specific guy who's been asking okay. about Black Ivan. For like three years, every single time, probably your post <laughs> yeah. anything. Um, I think he's, I think he's from Partyfell. I could be wrong about that. Anyway, um, all the and yes. <laughs> there all right, go. Black Ivan buffs. Um, he gets. Blitz. Oh, he didn't ask what. He didn't ask <laughs> oh, no, he what. what. He oh, just that's... asked, "Do we expect it? Or no, when do we never, expect it?" Never. Three inch melee, murderous killing spree. Yeah, I like it. Nailed it. <laughs> Speed yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, speed one though. Yep. Yeah. One, once he gets there, it's the end. Yep. Uh, Mr. Malorian asks, "What would you say are the top three things that make War Machine great, and what are the top three things you'd like to improve?" Um, okay, let's each take one thing, and then from each of those categories, uh, three things that make War Machine great. One, I like how simple list building is for War Machine compared to other games that I play. <laughs> yeah, me, me, me and Jade have been talking about that a lot lately. It's, building list in 40k is like listen the best thing to do, it's like learning photoshop like you're like open battle scribe and just mess around until it tells you the <laughs> list isn't wrong anymore <laughs> it's, like, it's like your best your best route to go uh yeah it's literally you put models in the list until like i mean obviously there's themes you pick a theme and you put models in the list till it says 75 right like that's yeah. that's largely it uh for me I, uh probably the dice system oh, yeah, um the, the, the 2d6 curve like dice system is just it's hard to beat it. Like it's really, really good. I haven't really seen another game do it in a way that is that like elegant and effective. It's just, it's just a really, really good system. I like all the stuff <coughs> in place to prevent rules arguments. I couldn't hear any of that, Brett. Can you say that again? I like I all. 
I like all the stuff that Wormsheen does to prevent rule arguments. Consistent mm. rules, you know, very very well thought out. Judge system that works really well. Infernals, all that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There are definitely things that come up, but like I, I've laughed before. Like anytime we look at games, you can kind of tell if it was like written or worked on by somebody who was involved with Privateer Press because you're like, ah, they've got that wording, that very <laughs> specific, like. And when and when something is a little bit vague or a little bit uncertain, it's glaring in this game. Like you're like, what is that? That's not specific. Which again causes the other problem though, where it means that like we're incapable of interpreting anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember who it was that was whining about that. Uh, there was somebody who's like involved with testing or something that was like, "You just this should work how it seems like it should work, but we have to get the wording <laughs> super specific." And it's like, yeah, well, welcome to Warm Tune players. Oh, that yeah. might have been me with Fallen Corvus. <laughs> it's definitely possible. All right, uh, top three things we'd like to see improve. Um, oh, look, I would like I, I a better you... Journeyman League. Yeah, I was gonna say you could just look at the the three things we're releasing. Oh it's yeah, like, Brawl Machine, that... Diplo Machine, and Fallen Corvus. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we I mean want, it's it's we want it's a the... better onboarding system. We want yeah, it's a, it's a new player experience, play, right. and we want a way to play in a huge multiplayer format. Yeah. Yep. 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 Cool. Yeah. Um, is Brett there? I don't know what that question means, but yes, he is. <laughs> How can PP best support new players I trying think out the game? Missed one there. Uh, Lewis uh, asked what we'd like to see oh. Mark for. And what is critical? Um, I would like to see game size go down and game speed increase. Yes. Yeah. Especially looking at Neo Mechanica, um, like the difference between wanting to play a skirmish game and wanting to play a full side game is really stark. Yep. Yeah. And Neo Mechanica, uh, I honestly think, is too long. Well, the skirmish is fine. Yeah, skirmish isn't too bad. Um, Full sized game, <laughs> like if if you're considering it like the battle box mode, then yeah, it's pretty long. But yeah, yeah. Uh, and it says, "What is critical to nailing the launch?" Um, Having so enough product it, available right off the bat. Yes, that's a start. Do you remember expectations when, ahead of time? Do you remember when Mark Three launched? Yeah, don't, it was great. Well, don't. There was a lot of things that weren't. Sure. <laughs> don't, don't do a lot of those things. Yeah. Specifically, uh, what I'm talking about is at lock and load for Mark III launch. It was super easy to get your product as fast as yes, physically okay. possible. Yeah, for yeah, for so the that, people at that's lock what I'm load, thinking. At. If you were trying to pick up the new Mark IV stuff, it was very very good at lock and load. The way they did it was almost unbelievably efficient how they nice. handled it. Was <laughs> absurd. And all three of us were actually at lock and load. I understand that if you were elsewhere, it was not as good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I don't know. Like part of it is like they need to make sure that the rule system is very tight and there's not like it needs to be play tested thoroughly. Well, yeah. So for more than um, three years. <laughs> um, don't get into arguments with, <laughs> with, with uh, leaning into it. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 there's obviously there's a ton of things. It's it's yeah. It's communication. It's setting up the hype. It's uh, th this might feel a little bit like patting our own backs a little bit, but uh, working with content creators. Uh, it yep. doesn't have to be us, but just generally across the board, like we need yep. to see we need to see a, like more stuff getting out to people before well, things so, are launched before things. Are so, launched. OK, yeah. we went we played Mark three and once we got over the shock of it, we really liked it. Right. There were yeah. like there are a couple of imbalanced lists there are a couple of problems there, but we really liked it. Yeah. But it took us a long time to get there because the communication and the messaging 
made us hate it, made us feel like yeah. it was going to be bad. And, oh. and, I, and I think Go that's ahead. the big thing. So I think that's the big thing that has to change. I don't <laughs> think anything in, in their rule process, anything in their design process needs to change. It's strictly marketing communication. And communication. Yeah. One other thing I will say is that if they decide to launch Mark IV at lock and load, if they ever make a Mark IV, Mar that lock and load should be using Mark IV and nothing but Mark IV. No Mark III, just Mark IV. And yeah, and just make that happen. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. how are you how are you can do that? Like updating War Room, you know, a month ahead of time, stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, Luis, Luis also yeah. asks, how can PP best support new players trying out the game? <coughs> make uh, better starting boxes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this goes into we mentioned new journeyman leagues, right? Yeah. Like just something that's a little bit more functional. Uh, the other thing that they can do is they can go to uh, lswarmachine.com slash brawl machine and share <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> share that publicly as much as possible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, they can officially uh, direct people to our mentor channel. And uh, yeah, so yeah, basically just uh, go to us. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, if they made their own mentor channel, I'd be fine with that, too. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I would I would accept that. All right, I like this next one. I'm yeah, this. Malorian right. asks, "What is the worst feat in the game?" Okay, I actually have one that I want to mention. Now, there might be one that is like mechanically strictly worse, but I'm gonna say Fiora Two. So mm. this is a this there's a there's a reason why it's a one two punch of things. It's that it is an enormous amount of words that don't do anything. <laughs> like it's it's her feet is remarkably complicated for how little it actually does it does like mm -hmm. next to nothing most of the time right. uh and it's like this whole process <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah um i can't think of anything worse than that off the top of my head i would have i would have said like bethane one's old feet maybe but it's yeah but it doesn't exist so. anymore yeah. And Millie Viro's one kind of has the reverse version of her old feet, but, 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 but it being reversed is a lot better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I wouldn't call it amazing, but it is like much more functional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. All I'm thinking of at least give you like six or seven focus. Yeah, I was thinking like Kaya one or right. something. Yeah, and, something. And there's there's definitely like, some that are pretty like, bleh, but yeah. Actually, it's all of the Grimkin uh, defilers feats <laughs> that are the worst feats <laughs> in the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, which three is great? Have, I said defiers. <laughs> Specifically. You said defilers, technically. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Jerkantuin, Brett. Jerkantuin. <laughs> yep. He also asks, uh, what would be your dream job at Private Press? Um, I mean, we already really like developing within the game. Like, obviously. Can I just keep doing what we're doing and get yeah kind of keep it. that'd be fun the only so the only <laughs> other thing is i was gonna say machine tactics designer oh, oh war machine tactics designer <laughs> there you go uh, uh okay i actually at it would one be a, point end up being a deck building roguelike but you know other than that <laughs> <laughs> the the only so the only time i've ever i i have i had actually at one point very momentarily considered sending in a resume at one point and it was for their um social media position yeah, you'd um, really I like I really like doing that kind of stuff. So, but that's I mean I would, I would do that for a lot of places though. So, yeah, I don't uh, like I don't <laughs> think I'd want to paint for them because I don't think I really want to paint for a living anymore. Uh, yeah, I just like to keep doing what I'm doing. Honestly, if somebody yeah. wants to give me a paycheck every month to just develop cool scenarios and crap. I'd be down. <laughs> sure. Uh, back to Lewis again. <laughs> yep. Jumped. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, he says, let's talk about the community. What are some positive and negative trends you see in our community as a whole? Uh, okay, so I think ahead. the most positive one has to be when the pandemic hit, we all came together and we figured it out how to play online, how to keep this game going. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and safely, yeah. right? We we didn't we didn't we like we we made sure that it was very clear that we wanted to keep the game going, but we weren't willing to risk people's lives for it. And I'm really proud of everyone. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, I think like for the most part, like in this, this isn't just me like talking brawl machine all the time, but it's like we we have seen a a, a better kind of um, attitude towards like the new player experience in general. Mm-hmm. Um over time uh, i i don't think it's ever been like awful exactly like it, the game itself makes it difficult because it's just a it's just complicated and there's not a great system for getting into it but people generally speaking it's a very welcoming kind of a place and, and like what one thing i say a lot is that like one of the one of the things i'm very like grateful for is the fact that especially as like a very kind of introverted person who doesn't like meet people easily um i can go anywhere in the world and like i've got friends there on some level, you know, because yeah. there's like and, you know, I, I understand there are places that don't really have a war machine meta, but you can go kind of kind of anywhere and find something. Yeah. Uh, and, and that that's been really nice. Um, as far as negative trends, I don't know. I, <laughs> I I'm like not I touching just, this one. I'm not. Yeah, doing I feel it. I feel like I put blind spots on that. We we, we have we've had our conversations, but uh Overall, things have been really good, and and we kind of keep our eyes largely on like our Discord and our community and stuff like that. And it's just a it's it's just been a really good bunch of people. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the less time you spend letting people like me complain about other games, the better the community is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because uh, I want to complain about other games a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's also asked fucking nerf with my name on it. <laughs> <laughs> um lewis also asked what are the best and worst looking models from each faction so i guess we could help pick, pick a faction right i'm just gonna pick a model sure <laughs> what is it uh best looking model is the archangel like hands down it is a very good looking model or every time i look after. at i i every, will accept either every time i look at mine i'm like i can't believe this thing was hand sculpted right like, it blows my mind yeah like that it was like pre-digital um yeah, there's there's some really good ones. Legion has so many because Doug's done so much for them. So mm-hmm. like, we've they've got like Azrael. Like that's, that's just amazing yeah. looking. Um, if I if I was saying what's funny is though is that uh, man, the part of the thing is when you get into worse looking models, the only thing I can really like there's some stuff that I think looks pretty jank, but uh, well it's there grail. is there is Grail. <laughs> it's Grail. Um, <laughs> there's a like early mark one metal era protectorate starter box sitting in the case of my local store oh dear it's horrific yeah no, <laughs> that's, like that's those true. jacks are so weird looking they're bizarre uh but yeah it's probably grail, <laughs> he's, it's grail. he's just he's just a blobby mess <laughs> he's, yeah that um, guy needs a re-sculpt so badly i'm gonna i'm gonna say loki by the way <laughs> I really oh like loki. Loki does. Yeah, that that's hard to argue with as well. Yeah, he's a really good model. Okay. Is that, is that another dog? I forgot. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Patrick, what happened to Company of Iron and or how is Fallen Corvus coming along? I can tell you a little bit about what happened with Company of Iron. Um, So, okay, this is a little bit of a little bit of a history lesson on how or just on a reminder, I guess, if you're around for the whole thing on how Privateer Press kind of handled a lot of side games for a very long time. Uh, they kind of actually ended up with a, a bit of a reputation for doing this, where they would create these like potentially very interesting game systems, but then just never really give them like the production time to like get to where they could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and Company of Iron is probably one of the most glaring examples of that, where I, it. I think High Command's even worse. <laughs> so High Command's worse, except that at least High Command High Command has such a solid foundation. Like it seemed well, really good, and then so it High just Com- got dropped. High- so High Command has, I think, the opposite problem. Right. Where, um, so Company of Iron's problem is that the core game isn't what people were looking for. High Command's problem is that they hid what made the game good behind yeah. like a year of waiting. Yeah. Yeah. So like Company of Iron, like I remember we we played around with that a little bit, and it's it a lot of people were really excited about it, and and I was too because I I've felt for a very long time that like a very very like skirmish level individual model activation kind of level uh, War Machine game would be a really, really, really big for helping get people into the game. And I was excited, and I hate alternating activation. Yeah, (laughs) and we kind of sat down, and we looked at it, and people played around with it and realized that it just didn't have a lot, like, it just wasn't a lot there. Well, it had had too much there, right? Well, (laughs) yeah, right, but it's it's like, there, there was a combination of, like, in my experience, so they had like a the card hand mechanic, which that's actually a mechanic I really like in games, uh, like being able to have those kind of like potentially secretive like things you can add to the table. The problem is, is that they were they kind of became very samey and they just kind of turned into a lot of gotchas. Like it was very just like, oh, but I've got this. So your whole plan didn't work like just over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um and then the other thing was like the the kind of wild inconsistency of like survivability that came from how models died in that game. Uh, it just like it, it had a lot of weird problems and it never really got. And this is the thing. It had the it had potential. It had plenty of potential. Oh, another thing. And this was something that, that we we had come up when we were originally starting design on Corvus was one of the best things about War Machine. And one of its like most unique things is the focus and fury mechanics. And like that kind of nature of buying attacks, boosting things like that uh, was removed from Company of Iron. It was completely, completely not there. Um, now, admittedly, like in, in Corvus, we, we haven't exactly done that, but we have done things that are intended to be kind of like mirroring that, right? Like the like leadership tokens, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Company of Iron was just like, no, none of that, <laughs> right? So we didn't have Warcasters. We didn't have feats. We didn't have like a lot of the really interesting abilities. We didn't have access to focus and fury and things like that that are like very unique mechanics to War Machine that are very good. And, and it just kind of scenarios, right? Uh, there no. were. I mean, there Ish. were. We, we like we played that one where it was like, but it was it was very like because like the one we played, Jane and I played one, and it was just like there's stuff in the middle of the table. Go get it. And it was just like okay, so we just run at the middle of the table, I guess. Like there wasn't really a lot of like process to it. Um, but surely, Chandler, all of this was okay because it had a fantastic narrative arc that went with it, right? It, well, that's yeah. It, it, nothing happened with it. it, it oh, just, oh, yeah, that's right. It got kind of dropped in. They they had events for it at like Lock and Load one year, and then it just just died. Like, they, and they never they've never mentioned it again. <laughs> it just just never got brought up again. Um, Fallen Corp is going good though. Yeah, 
Update two's out. People seem to be liking it. I found like a host of things that I already understand are broken, which I will be patching at some point. You can expect yeah. update three sometime in the fall because I think it, I'm having surgery and a baby this summer. So yeah, fair. I think it like it's definitely like it's kind of funny because Brawl Machine it definitely was a lot of work, but compared to Fallen Gorvis, um, who's like not nearly as huge of an endeavor and uh but just by its nature it's just been very very popular like fallen corvus just by its nature it's going to be a little more niche but it is a lot of fun if you haven't played it i suggest it trying it because it's it's real wacky and balance is kind of all over but that's kind of the point it's great <laughs> that's what you asked for you, you yeah. wanted a necromunda it's, it's like wacky nonsense necromunda. yeah oh that's great yeah yep. um yeah uh Brent, my local, if you had to play only one theme for a month, what would it be? Uh, hmm. Dark Chilt Legacy? Chilt. Uh, Children oh, no, of the you're Dragon. Right. Children of the Dragon. Yeah, it's, it's like one of the most versatile themes I've ever played in. Um, since or Defenders of Ios. Defenders of Ios is very fun, too. Yeah, for I, very similar reasons. They have a very similar feel. I did do that with uh, whatever the Marwin theme is. Oh, uh, Flames of the Darkness? Flames. Yeah, and the uh, Strange Bedfellows, so... I guess yeah. that's what I would do. Yep. 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 Uh, he also asked, what would your dream army, what would be your dream army to paint up? How would you design and paint it? I don't know, man. I do. I started Shit. it and then I sold it. Yep. Uh, it would be, I would take every single scorn model and I would convert it into a dinosaur. <laughs> and then I would paint dragons on everything. Um, that's good. Jaden's helping me with my dream army. Oh yeah. I'm printing you chocobos, aren't I? <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, I've had some wacky ideas, and uh, I never have the energy to do them. So there we go. Uh, I yeah, I don't know. I, I've <laughs> I've gone through so many different armies, and painting a whole army right now hurts my soul. Um. Yep. So yeah. Uh, Henry asks, "What's your overall feel for the health of both the current tournament format and the game as a whole?" Uh, it's hard to say. <laughs> um, things haven't really kicked into gear yet, but um, as far as like the format, uh, I so one thing I have been grateful for of the fact that like it's been so long since we've had a new steamroller is at least it's a pretty good steamroller. Yeah. Um, like it's very solid. Like no scenarios like make me angry. Uh, you know we we don't have like an old school incursion that we've just been sitting on forever or something like that where you're just like I hate my life. I do hate um, that there's no, you know, old school destruction where I just auto win in this scenario. Yeah, seriously. That. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, um, yeah, it's it, I. I would love to see, and so because we, we just had the 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 new steamroller CID, and I, I think a lot of people would really love to see something that like really shook things up, especially after the past like basically two years of being on the same steamroller. And it sounds like we're probably not really getting that, mm-hmm. but at the very least, we know we've got a solid foundation, right? Right. So, well, yeah, and. It's kind of like a bug fix for 2019. 2019 was a really good packet. So yeah, so. that the CID got like eight total battle reports. Yeah, I, I do think that like I I would really hope that like next year for a new steamroller they really do something different. Um, but for now, like it's fine. <laughs> well, and <laughs> I think the competitive meta is going well too. I think several. I think lots of factions are viable. Yeah. Yep. And there's also yep, strange yep. bedfellows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Corey Doyle, he said, "Who do you miss most from live gaming, and why is it me?" I mean, um, well, like, 
yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do miss seeing Corey. He's he's always he's always an adventure. Uh, it's always nice seeing you guys, obviously. But yeah, I mean that that's uh, a big one right there. I will say that the the other person who has actually come up where I've just been like, man, I want to see that guy again is Brandon Owens. That was yeah, that was my other thought. I was like, Brandon well, Owens, YouTube. It was, it was especially bad because uh, he he wasn't playing online for the whole pandemic, so yeah, he was just uh, gone from the community. He's just like yep. seriously one of the like nicest people I've ever met, and he's always just yeah. like a joy to run into. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's a ton of people. Corey, I've Brandon met Owens. there's so there's so many people. Uh, like they, I'm gonna be honest, with. it's it's hard to say. You know, most of the Canadians that we hang out with, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Canadi- Canadians are friendly. Weird. Yeah. Well, it's Canadians, like, Sabra, Aaron. St- mm. I, I, I stay in touch. For some reason, I stay in touch with the Americans, but I haven't talked to the Canadians unless we go to a convention together. And that, that, that needs a change. Yeah. I get the feeling that Warfare Weekend this year is going to be a lot of just like just seeing everybody again let's go hang out in the hot tub and just talk instead of playing yeah. machine. <laughs> i don't even know if i'm planning on playing any games that well yeah we're gonna be running brawl machine the whole time so i'm just yeah. like i guess i'll just like play some brawl machine with people who have the buy and like hang out um bring and, my I'm like i'm not e- i'm not even <laughs> mad about that yeah <laughs> it's I, I feel like that's kind of where i've ended up with conventions is that's kind of what i, what I want to do um thomas asks what elements would you want to see in a narrative scenario is kind of a question for Jaden, probably <laughs> since you spent the most time doing that kind of stuff uh i like things that force asymmetry i like things that force players to go into weird spots on the table i like things that make you bring strange things in your lists that you don't normally consider because like maybe you really need them for something i like um, make, making players make hard choices like who to ally with yeah well that's brett for you um <laughs> Well, it's actually funny because I hate that in board games, but yeah, I, you I, do. Like, I, I like making other people do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Perfect. you're like the person playing The Sims. Now kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> Patrick asked. This is a very funny question to me. Design a new piece of terrain that spices up the visual appeal of the board is reasonably easy slash inexpensive to make and shakes up the current meta. What type of trench is it? <laughs> 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 uh, more seriously like if, if we were to just say like what would be a cool new kind of terrain um enterable buildings that's mine oh god that could be this. that could be potentially very interesting yeah uh i think like Seven. something where like you were like above them like if you were higher than the other person's mm. models something with uh, elevation th- perhaps I don't think that's the word, but it's oh. something like that. The uh, high ground. It's, yeah, the, I high, have the high ground. It's over. Yeah, yeah, having the high. Yeah. I just really want to feel like Obi-Wan Kenobi standing over <laughs> Anakin Skywalker. Um, no, um, I I don't know. I, I have kind of a lazy answer in this. I actually really like the sandstorms from from LVO the other year. Uh, I thought those were good. Just stuff like stuff like that that like messes around with. They're they're making a slightly more insane version of that be real steamroller yeah. terrain soon so you know yeah um i i do i don't know i i do kind of like so because they, they brought in like the new kind of terrain that messes with pathfinder right um yeah. and one thing i definitely saw was a lot of calls for like hey can we have anything that messes with flight <laughs> and yeah. i could see that like just just making it so it's like hey m- instead of pathfinder or specifically flight just being a catch-all it's like this gets you around these things like most things but not everything yeah kind of. Like there could be like a this is a like a whirlwind like it. Doesn't, yeah, I was gonna say like a hurricane, and it. Yeah, you can't it doesn't. Wonder if you have flying. 
something like that. Yeah, it's like yeah, an, yeah like an obstacle for flying. Or like up. you take damage. Stuff like or, that. Yeah, it's an obstacle. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he also asked. Uh, he said he loved the underrated models cast, and that was the most overrated model in uh, factions. This won't. It's not controversial at all. Again, we're gonna probably end up picking one faction. <clears throat> Death Archons. <laughs> I think I agree with that. <laughs> um, I do think they are quite good, but people are kind of acting like they're the be all end all right now, and I think that's a little strange. Yep. Um, like, I will what, say, what are you doing playing living models? Yeah, big mistake. Ooh. Yeah, this is why I've moved to a War Machine faction. Um, I will say that uh, they're really dumb with Rask. <laughs> I've discovered. <laughs> um, yep, that feat plus boundless charge. Yeah, uh, it's pretty annoying. Um, if it's not, not Death Archons for me, by the way, it's Tridents. Yeah, okay, that's probably fair too. <laughs> Um, Tritons are very good. I don't want to like, I don't want to say that they're not, but, but we have kind of hit the point where it's like, stop bringing two enlists. It, it's not helping you. Yeah. Um, yeah, people are just, people are just used to fighting these things at this point. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, those are, those are solid answers to me. I I don't think I can beat that really. (laughs) Uh, Real it says favorite unit, i.e. grunts, solos, jacks, beasts, etc. For each faction based on aesthetics. Um, so for Legion, uh, Nephilim heavies. Mm. Yeah. Like just, I mean, it's based, I know there's only like two, but it's yeah, Zuriel and Azrael look incredible, and I'm glad that I can use them all the time right now. Also, yeah. the Archangel. <laughs> <laughs> It's always the archangel. Yeah. I was gonna say. I, th- I feel like we feel like we answered this question kind of already. Yeah. If um, I had to say within Rhett, I would say everything that says Eloir on it. I've always really liked how those look, and so them getting new stuff is exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. They look really cool. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. We've done it. That was Facebook. Yep. All right. Discord. <laughs> so that's that's roughly a third of the questions then. Uh. Yep. <laughs> well, we'll probably not get a couple from Discord, and then and then uh, colleague quits, but um. See what we can do. Yeah, Jaden, you probably can. Access yeah, I've got these. All right. Things. Tenzilla asks, "Why is Brett forsaken minions?" Um, we demand an answer. I mean, Fiona and Aurora were more broken. They might not be anymore. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Oh, it, it it honestly, it's because Barnabas Two let me down so hard. God yeah. damn, they, those, oh, I want them to be good. It hurts. It hurts so much. Yep. yep. Uh, the next question is, will Barney 2 dominate SR-21? No, he will not. <laughs> no, he will not. Yeah. No, he will not. Um, if you could bring back one or two roles from Mark 1 or Mark 2, what would they be and why? Um, uh, I would bring back the, uh, the Bane Knight Shadow Shift, I think it was. <laughs> no, Brett, stop. <laughs> you, would, you would break the game forever. Okay, I, I actually, I actually I have, have a Mark, I have a Mark 1 rule that I just straight up think actually should be a thing. And that's that Wolf Riders did not have to follow unit coherency. Oh, that'd be cool. They they could just spread all over the map and do whatever they wanted. I just think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I have two answers. I sure. would make Lightning Strike work like it did in Mark II. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then other one is I would bring back Dominating for two. Oh, with your caster? With your caster. I liked the Dominate rule. Yeah, that's It encouraged fair. risky play, and I liked it. Yeah, that's fair. I honestly forgot that was a thing. <laughs> it's, it's been a minute. It's the name of an old podcast. 
I, yeah, right. I'm vaguely aware of that. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, no, yeah, I, I forgot about that. That is a good rule. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. I, I like that's one of the things in SR 2022 that I would love to see come back. Fair. Um, yeah, I'm skipping that one. Uh, for Diploma Machine, will weather and weather effects play a role? What about on the table? Brett, this is for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it'll be okay. in the form of cards. <laughs> okay. So, cool. so okay. So the most recent form I've been working on. Um, every basically every player gets a hand of cards that will that will determine like what what objectives you're completing over the course of the game. So it's not just take and hold this one spot. Like, look, look, oh, so you're, you're playing with secondaries. That's cool. Yeah, and and stuff like, um, uh, Ethernbull <laughs> wakes up and gets pissed off and just blows up a region, and now you can't go in there anymore. Awesome. Um, how do you feel about a, uh, this is from Music Bomb 101. How do you feel about a Gobber Warcaster or Warlock? What faction would it be in or even its own Gobber faction? I feel like it would be a Gobber faction. So, okay. So, Gobbers, for some reason, um, don't have the gift, so they can never be true Warlocks um, or Warcasters. But they but they can be, like, I think it would be really cool if they were, like, um, Super Jack Marshals, like uh, Mayhem Mel Melvin. Oh, so give or, them, like, a unique, a unique mechanic, kind of, for how, how they interact with Jacks and stuff. Mm -hmm. Actually, I've changed my answer. They should be Crucible Guard Warcasters like Lucas. Oh, yeah. That would work. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, I, they, I they, love, they stole I the would, formula. I would love a, a Jack Marshall Bodger faction. Where the, yeah, that'd be really like, interesting. They, they don't have the arcane power, but they make up for it in other ways. Yeah, I'd be down. Uh, next really Sebo. lean into, the, into the, steam, the steampunk half of everything. Yeah, yeah. There's way too much high fantasy. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Anyway, All right. go ahead, Jen. Next people ask, what new Coke models would you add? Uh, other than Kermit, uh, wait, the Kermit of Henschold? Uh, yeah. I just love Henschold. That's all I want to say. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Uh, like, I, I kind of like a Croak War Beast, to be honest. Like a big old yeah, that'd frog. Be frog. Big old frog. Yeah. That's better than my idea. I was going to say, let's uh, redesign the Croak solos and give them a really cool solo. Nah, let's get let's big old frog. New, new, <laughs> gate, new gator gargantuan, giant ass toad. <laughs> I'm in. It has a ranged consume gun. So it's Hyperion? Glomp. Glomp. No, oh, but it can consume it can consume bigger stuff. Oh. Just eats them. But if you kill it, all that stuff comes back out. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I'm so in. Give me this. Every thing. everything it consumed is placed base to face with it. <laughs> There won't be any rules fuck ups with how that works at all. Nah, <laughs> they, they just all have to fit back in the surface area of what it where it was probably. Sure. Um, Tensil asks, "Is Old Lord of the Feast okay in the current meta?" I don't know. Probably, but who? No, we don't want to go back to that. Yeah, it's so miserable to fight. Even if it was fair, it just sucks. <laughs> like, it's just it's just really unpleasant to deal with. And I mean that in a, in like a not in like a competitive sense, like. I just don't want to because it's strong. I mean, because it ju it's just terrible. Like, it's not fun. Yeah, it's it's no fun to play against that. It's no fun to play with it, honestly. Well, yeah, like right. that island list is, oops, uh, I eat your, all of your infantry. Um, yep. Yeah. Too. Yep. Uh, Music Bomb 101 asked about a Croak Rolock. I mean, it'd just be Meyer, probably, at this yeah. point. Oh, Quax looks mine and Gub. Oh, you're right. It's got to be the attorneys. Fair enough. Yeah. Avoria asks, based on what we know of the SR2021 update, will it be enough to shift bliss building like 2019 did? No. Not that much. <laughs> no. And, and, maybe, and we, we brought that up a little bit, and this one really doesn't shake things up a whole lot. Yeah, the new like terrain's maybe, welcome, but... Maybe bricks get a little better, but... 
but not enough that not, yeah, not enough, that yeah not, not, not enough that it's noticeable i don't think yeah, i mean we could be wrong but i, I just don't think the changes well, it's enough. not it's not gonna go back to the bradigus and meat mountain days oh no yeah no. <laughs> um unfortunate kozlov may ask which factions themes do you think need an update the most i mean it's probably circle cricks and kator mm, yes yep it just I, yeah i think it's hard well, to argue that they, I, they, they they haven't seen a really a major like an overhauled update in quite a while and i would add anyone. like basically any faction that has only one uh theme force sure yeah okay yeah that's fair. um yeah what do you feel the top five casters and themes and slash themes in the game are right now bonus points if you do this for brawl and 75 points oh we don't know brawl uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, Brawl's hard. Um, Aurora so 1, varied. Aurora 2. Fiona's still on there, right? Maybe? No, maybe not. Hold on. Kruger 2. Yeah. Zadaroth. <sighs> Beth 1? I... I don't know if Beth 1's that strong. Maybe not. I think She's good. Cool. She's just... Oh, wait, we're forgetting Arcadius. <laughs> yep, Arcadius. I, okay, I would yeah. add Arcadius and Lucas. I think Lucas is insane. Okay, so that's yeah. top six, but Aurora one and Aurora two. Well, I would cast her. I, I wasn't gonna include Zadroth because I hate her. And right, each of well. those in the theme, they can be basically best in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as like actual just best themes, I think it's Children of the Dragon. Uh, no, we, strange, strange bedfellows. Bed, it's strange bedfellows. No, like top oh, top five, Brett. Oh, okay. Strange bedfellows, Children of the Dragon, uh, Defenders of Ios, <sighs> Fla uh, uh, Flame what's in the Darkness. What's that stupid theme force called? The one Which that one minions only plays on. Oh, will work for food? Yeah, that one. Okay. And then um possibly faithful masses after that? Yeah, I think faithful masses. Yeah. Okay. Again, all the all the factions that only have one theme force. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually a really good theme force, <laughs> thankfully. Yes. Usually. Thurigan says if you could fix a model you consider a problem, which one and how? Chandler's gonna face Fixius, Brett and I are gonna say Whirlpool Stalkers. Oh <laughs> I I would also say it's Fixius for <laughs> Like anything I like needs to be nerfed, and I like Gas Before a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what would you do? Get rid of Bloodthirst. Okay. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, he needs to stop like stacking more and more range increase on that would, army. Would Arm like, sixteen be too much? No. Um. It'd probably be like, fair. Pay, paying fourteen points plus a Jack for Dark Shroud perfectly reasonable. Paying that much, getting you know a heavy and a army-wide buff that's too much that's fair yeah it is a lot um i also kind of adjacent to him uh stalkers need to be toned down oh, oh. <laughs> like they're <laughs> the they're, they're they're destroying Crix's entire design space at this point like i i think i tried to like think that wasn't the case for a long time but at this point i think especially like now that we've seen like we have gas before we have karchev yeah uh all of the every time that we're like Oh, this thing is a massive problem. We look underneath the hood and find out it's actually just Craig Stalkers. It's like, just, yeah, it's just three stalkers in trench coat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like every time you're like, Karchev too. What on earth? Oh, it's just a bunch of stalkers in there. Like that's yeah, that's they they just they just need to be toned down so it, the Cricks Cricks can get real like stuff. At least uh Karchev too also runs Barathrum. Yeah. So does everybody else though. Oh. I don't run Barathrum. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 the fact that I own like <laughs> I own like six stalkers and I'm like, well, I can pretty much make any Crick's list I need to very quickly at this point because that's what you need to start. Yeah. So nerf one stalker, buff the other stalker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. Yep. Um, uh, this is kind of uh, OK. Hold on. Um, 
Now that uh, Maxipo says, now that IK RPG Requiem has been out for a while, what is your opinion of the book? Uh, it's really cool. Yeah, we had a lot of fun on that one shot. <laughs> I don't know what what more we could say than that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really, it's really good. I'm actually oddly enough, in some respects, I'm almost more impressed with the the Monstronomicon just because of the way that it's formatted and put together is really good. It's very good. Um, but overall, like it's it's very very good. There's there's a couple things that like aren't the spiciest thing in the world, but like. They did a good job. I think the Mechanica system is actually very interesting. Um, I like the adventuring parties. That's something I really want to play around with in like non RPG games. Um, right. I yeah. think Warcasters are pretty much the perfect balance of very good, but hard to play and also not overpowered. Yeah. So, yep. um, Massimo wants Brett's entire War Machine history, which I don't think we're doing today. I graduated college. I picked up three games. I stuck with War Machine. Okay. Um, and here I we want, are. I want a thing. I talk about it a lot. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Nico back asked about ride quest stuff. We did that already. Other than the unknown Infernal's colossal, any out of the way bets there on models we'll see tease this year. No, I got nothing. Wait for the lock and load. Thing no, I mean it's. It. It, there's a couple things that have already been teased, but if if I had to just randomly guess, uh, I I want uh, a, I want a time displaced Gatsby from the Neo Mechanica universe. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could see them, so I could see Lock and Load having some kind of, like, big, like, I don't know, new theme or something for, uh, so, okay. If if I wanted to be weirdly specific, new theme for Kador, uh, drastic additions and overhauls to a theme for Crix that already exists, and those are the two that I'm thinking of. I don't know why, that's just my feeling. <laughs> I want I want each of you to just design a wacky riot quest model. So each of my, us, yeah, mine of course would be a chocobo knight. Uh, okay, mine's uh, a mechano carnivian. <laughs> that's that's in keeping with the rest of it. <laughs> yep, yeah, that seems fair. Uh, and, I, and hmm. I think it should be the boss for the next season. It's just mechano carnivians. <laughs> mechano mechano. Wait, wait, can he can he breathe radioactive fire? Yeah. Awesome. All right, I'm in. Yeah, you like yep. like corrosion fire instead or something? Yeah, yeah, corrosion fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, hmm. Off the top of my they already, head, they already did Living Covenant, so you're out of. You're yeah, out of. I mean, yeah, you kind of got me there. Uh, I don't know, man. I got, I got nothing right off the top of my head right now. I can't think of anything. Okay. Yeah. Not that crazy. Um, what's the first convention you're going to in person, and why that one? It's Warfare Weekend, I think, for all of us. Yeah, so, I. I had a couple. Me, someone asked me what qualifiers I'm going to. I need to respond, but <laughs> like, I don't. Are there qualifiers happening? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's happening. one on our Discord, Brett, and there's yeah. a few happening in person. Uh, I, I've had a few people kind of poke me about going to Boker Brawl, um, specifically because I was really curious about like, because oh, yeah. I think it's I think it's going to be one of the first in person like Warcaster tournaments like that's at mm-hmm. a convention, and I would be very curious to see that, but I haven't like thought that hard about going. So, but so it's yeah. probably Warfare Weekend. But. Warfare Weekend is the only one that I can get to reasonably because like it's three months after our babies do. So it's like maybe my wife will be OK with me going away for three days at that point. But yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, we're getting GM. very close to the end of our time. Let's do like two more. OK, well, Green GM and Wolf both ask about things we've already talked about. Um, what are your opinions? The best way to get new players interested in the game. That's called Bra- it's called Brawl Machine. Um, <laughs> do you think like, like we're, we're not trying to be arrogant here, like literally it, it has worked we, so well. So well, no, far. no, it's yeah. it's that when we asked ourselves that question, brawl machine is what we came up with. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. Um, how many Marcons do you think we're gonna get, and will any of them be targeting constructs? No idea, and 
Probably. I would. Um, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, hold on a second. Scrolling down, scrolling. scrolling. Nah, no, I don't want to talk about those. Nope, nope, nope. How much room and or desire is there for more community created formats? This is a good question. Uh, hmm. I mean, it's hard to say. It, like when we when we put out Brawl Machine, like we didn't realize. <laughs> you know, like it was it was like oh everybody's real hyped about this all of a sudden. Yeah, I think in our initial design document, we wrote down like, what is success? And the the idea is that someone somewhere runs a Brawl Machine tournament was like the optimal thing that we yeah. would get out of this. Now they're happening like regularly. We get pictures and stuff from them all the time. Yep. Um, so I, I like, I think people are excited about it. It just depends on kind of what catches on and finding that kind of like secret sauce is difficult, right? And I also feel like we kind of broke the ice, and now people are thinking about it again. Because before Brawl Machine, it's true. everyone, including us, hated community formats. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's actually really interesting, because there's a lot more homebrewing and stuff going on than there ever was before, and I think Brawl Machine has a lot to do with that. As for how much like appetite there is for more of them, I have no idea. I don't know if the community is big enough for a whole lot more of them. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Maybe more of them will make the community bigger. I don't know. That's a really like, good question. It's like it's like adding new game modes to your first person shooter, right? Like it, it splits yeah. it splits the matchmaking. <laughs> so like there is a certain degree of like there's only so much so much weight it can really hold depending on how big the game is. But but right. we were also wrong about how popular Brawl Machine was going to be. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's no the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. We already talked about that. Um, favorite '90s TV show? While I'm looking through these, go. TV show. That's from Boba Life. Uh, Fairly odd parents old enough. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. Probably. Uh, Dexter's Lab. Well, that's oh, okay. Fairly odd two thousand one. God damn it. I, I didn't watch TV, so I don't know. <laughs> my problem is my concept of time is very bad. So like, there's a high chance I would say something from like two thousand eight. <laughs> Be like, that's nineties, right? <laughs> right. Like, uh, um, have Avatar? <laughs> yeah, that, that's early 2000s. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Somebody wants to know. Um. Where Where is the specific question? Is Is official line of sight battle reports, video battle reports, something that we would ever consider doing? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, it's something I would actually really like to do. One of the things. God, if we all lived in the same place. Oh, the, the stuff we but, would make. I know. Uh, it, so it is a little bit harder that way. Um, I have actually gotten parts of the setup that I need for video stuff, uh, including like a, a high quality webcam and things like that. Um, there's a couple things that have been I, basically I just haven't sat down and hashed out everything that I need to do. Uh, but I actually would like to start doing a lot more video stuff in general. Uh, we we posted up the, um, the IK, IKRPG one shot to our YouTube and it's like the only thing on there. Uh, pretty well, much. it's actually we have two YouTubes, apparently, because we've got another YouTube with a whole bunch of other random crap on it, too. Yeah. So I, I want to solidify. I, I would actually like to start shifting us towards like video stuff, but it is it's it's its own process, obviously, and figuring out kind of the formats for that. I may actually start doing video stuff that is uh, IKRPG centric at first and mm -hmm. see where that goes. But because um, yeah. I've actually I've actually wanted I've wanted to join the ranks of talking head DMs for a very long time. So <laughs> there's so many of them, but you, yeah, you either die a podcast or you live long enough to become critical role. 
that's basically yeah pretty much <laughs> okay uh, if, I'm I, gonna, if, if i'm not making audio content about what i'm doing am i even playing it at this point i, I don't know i don't know um i'm gonna end on this one because i like it and we've talked a lot about many of these other topics uh maybe not all of them but um so loth carmen asked uh hold on where's where's the real thing where's where's the actual quote oh i just saw it i don't either hold on yep right there okay loth carmen asks how did you guys meet and decide to start a podcast and i don't think we've ever talked about this like all the way through so i thought we'd maybe just okay. do this and uh that would be that would be a good one to end on so yeah okay so yeah the 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 somewhat abridged i guess history of, of line of sight um so it re- i guess it kind of like it would have originated with with brett and myself right yeah yep. it, it um, started with a podcast right it started with a podcast yeah. so in in specifically so i'm assuming emmanuel just approached you directly yeah yeah we um, games. yeah and uh for me it was actually very funny because I remember Emmanuel posting on, I believe it was the Circle Facebook group, being like, hey, I need somebody who's able to edit audio and and be on a podcast and edit it. And I was like, I can do that. Um, like I, I do. I do have like I did have some background with working with audio stuff. just like in like school and stuff. Um, and I was like, yeah, I can do that. Like, that's easy. And he was like, cool come on board. And next thing I knew, I was on the ley line and I was, so he, he brought me on as like the plucky new guy who didn't know what he was talking about basically. And then, and then you had Brett as you know, the, the veteran player who's won big tournaments and stuff. And then there was Emmanuel being Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emmanuel is unique. Emmanuel is Emmanuel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we, we, we started up ley line and that actually ended up like, fairly popular that was something that uh that was that was a really was good a, time to do it was a lot of fun to do we we did a lot of really experimental topics that i really enjoyed yeah yeah manual yeah. had a lot of really good ideas speaking uh, as somebody who was like getting into war machine podcasts and stuff at about that time you guys were one of the biggest war machine podcasts out there and you were really fun to listen to yeah uh yeah it, it went really well and i i don't know i i've always kind of had a, a particular like need to make sure things are like a decent quality i guess for the most part and uh, that's it's been yeah, nice to be able to work it, with people who actually have like good audio stuff for the most part. Well, except for when I'm on my phone. Um, and it's shocking how much people get pissed off when podcast <laughs> quality is even a tiny bit wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so Jaden, um, I actually met when so Jaden actually used to play in my meta before I did. Correct. And I then, started playing there, and I knew all and, the people that Chandler knew. Yeah, and then you like moved away, right? You went to Washington. Yeah, and I I went home. Um, I lost a scholarship on some super duper technical like, this is the fifty billionth teeny itty bitty line of of text, and I and I went home to recoup. Yeah. Um, and you came back, and we went to a tournament. I think it was. I, I yeah, drove you to a, like so, a local thing. I I moved down, and the day the day after that, you picked me up at my apartment, and we drove up to the, to I think the Utah Cup. Yeah, I think that was it. The one that Jeremy won. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. We just like you. You were showing up and playing games and stuff. And we just kind of ended up like playing more and more games and hanging out and stuff. And um, eventually. So what was it? I, I ended up on Crusaders Call, Emmanuel's other podcast for Protectorate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did that for a little while. It didn't last super long. And um, have we have we told the story of how Jaden Yoko Ono 
Layla. No. <laughs> so, so I lived in Utah at that point for like a year and a half. Yeah. And then I moved back to Washington again, which is where I still am. And at some point in there, Mark III launched, and I picked up Circle at the beginning of Mark III because I was tired of playing Signar. Um, and Haley two got nerfed, <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, you know what? Circle looks really cool, and Chandler plays Circle, and they're really cool. So I'm going to pick up Circle. And so I picked up Circle. And at that point, like the ley line was having these like guests come on because the three of you were having a hard time coordinating all the time. I felt like I don't I, remember that I well. Remember. I, I thought <laughs> it was because people were like losing interest in the faction or the game. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, and I started my Druid's Dice blog. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you which, started Druid's which Dice. still exists. Actually, if you go to if you go Google Druid's Dice, the, the blog spot is still there. Nice. Yep. And uh, yeah, we brought you on and it was for one episode, (laughs) one episode, one episode. And pretty quickly after that is when so we were originally uh, hosted by Hand Cannon, Hand Cannon Online. And um, a lot like a lot of people involved with Hand Cannon ended up kind of going on a hiatus from the game as a whole. Uh, And then included like Emmanuel uh, was gone for quite a while. And um, things just kind of fell apart there. It obviously um, had nothing to do with Jaden, but it is funny that he got, he got on for an episode. Of well, but happened. then you guys moved over to Ghost Dice for like another six months. But like, you guys God, kept going. God, I barely remember that. I yeah, because because that. that was when because we had yeah because we had Dan Yunt right. Yep. And uh, we were trying to kind of keep Leyline going for a while. And um, but then eventually it was like I didn't want to play Zergle anymore. But uh, I believe yeah, I was, I was also. Say, the thing that killed it was that Chandler wasn't playing Circle anymore. <laughs> yeah, and it hadn't and, for and, like a year. Yeah, and I started and I was doing a protectorate blog, kind of like similar to his Druid's dies. And yeah, I eventually I remember we were kind of over it, I think. And I I contacted Jaden at one point because I was like, hey, we're both writing this blog. What if we just did like one blog? <laughs> like yeah. if we just like put well, it together. Well, it's really funny too because like. I was doing Druid's Dice, and at the time, there were actually quite a few War Machine blogs. There was, like, Druid's Dice, there was uh, whatever, like, Courage of Caspia, there was there was uh, Truth and Consequence, which is your your blog. There were, like, two or three other blogs, too. And we were all sort of, like, evolving this blogging style that, I guess, Line of Sight has just sort of yeah continued doing. Um, right. And... In, in... Yeah, we talked about it and we were like, and we should do like a podcast, just a, a generalist like that way we have a little more flex instead of being a faction specific podcast, right. we can be a little more flexible and kind of talk about whatever we want. So if we faction switch things like that, it doesn't cause a problem. And I was like, well, we have to have Brad on. Yeah, like we both said, and we're like, what are the musts? <laughs> and we went this and this and this. And then we both but and, and we have to get Brett. <laughs> yeah, um, because like for a lot of reasons, like at the time, Chandler and I had never even made day two of an event. Um and so that's, it was like, that's right. I remember you, Jaden sold himself as I'll be the, the newish player. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And no, well, I, it, was, it was also just like, I've, I've had a lot of time podcasting with Brad. I know that he's very good. And like, we, we have a rapport already and don't have to like build that up. And that's nice. And, and I'm mm-hmm. sure he'd love to do it. And, uh, we brought him on and I remember I frantically built a website in like two days that we're still using to this day yes. and it's turning into a disaster. But I remember Brett's, Brett's, Brett's terms were, I'm not doing any work. <laughs> yep, yeah. I mean, you're uh, not wrong. <laughs> yep. We've managed yeah. to squeeze some out of him since then, though. Yep. 
Yeah, that, and well, that's pretty much where the joke that he was our intern started, right? Like, that's just, yeah. yeah. And we've just, I don't know. And now we're on episode 172 and have been doing this for like, what, three years or something now? Almost, almost four. Almost four. And uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good time. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, it's it's been definitely, I don't know about you guys, it's definitely one of the highlights of my week. I, I love podcast night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And well, and just talking to you guys in general, like, we we talk a lot outside of cast. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that was one of the other funny things was like so Chandler we, we started line of sight and people were like oh that's really cool um because like people really like Chandler's blog people really like my blog and then over the next year people started to realize wait you guys were already friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we knew each other but then and but then everybody was like oh okay so you clearly live in the same place and uh-huh. so you, you Brett and Jade are in one meta right and it's like nope nope <laughs> nope nowhere near each other uh yeah we're we're pretty same time zone as the other correct <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't know it's, yeah it's just a case of like J- jade and i just kind of had a lot of the same ideas towards what kind of like content we could be making and what kind of stuff we could be building with that mm-hmm. and uh and then like brett's been obviously very on board with that as well and we yeah tried to well we we had this really like opportune moment because there was this weird lull in the summer of 2017 where all the podcasts disappeared and all of the blogs disappeared and it was like it's us and the thing about doing it by yourself is that it's really hard to do it by yourself it's really hard to do it by yourself yeah i mean i remember like i like oz machine stopped chain attack started kind of like i don't know dying down or or shifting to different content and things like that uh muse a lot of them like changed games or did a lot of other things like that so a lot of this kind of old guard sort of like stepped away almost at the exact same time that we were building everything up mm-hmm. uh, and i think people got really hungry for that and it's i don't know it's been really good and the other thing well, is just i mean we were uh, hungry for it so we kept it going until we got for sure well that, and that was that was the thing yeah and it was like day one we were like all right the thing that's going to be the biggest thing here is just consistency right like we just need to be there and and we didn't miss an episode for so long we yeah, were we went a lot almost a year. Episode. yeah we went almost a full year before we missed we missed a week um and now it happens occasionally but you know that's life we've actually been on a pretty good streak i think we're going coming up on close to a year without missing one it's been a minute again yeah but yeah that's uh that's kind of more or less how how we've been how we got started up doing our thing yeah all in yep. one place all in one Layline place. wasn't my fault guys but you can keep blaming <laughs> because it's freaking hilarious it is very funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a very good object lessening causation versus correlation yeah the Leyline yeah. Facebook page still got likes up until very recently. <laughs> I think I think Dan might have finally shut it down. I'm not sure. He but did. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, mean, I would occasionally get on Facebook and be like, you have one notification. The Leyline <laughs> has a like. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, Druid's Dice gets at least. I think Druid's guys gets an average of two likes a week still. He's like, <laughs> nice. okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm funny. confused. Cool. Well, nice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's a good one to end us on. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and after all this time, uh, I want to give a big thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Some of you have been there pretty much since the beginning. It's true. Um, that was that was definitely when we were getting things set up was a like, should should we be asking for money? <laughs> it was like a really weird feeling. And, and then uh, and then we did our pilot episode, which had no content in it at all. It was just me and Chandler being like, here's what we're doing. And then inside of three days, we had like seven or eight patrons and we we're like, hold on. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that, that that's kind of evolved over time. And uh, it's, it's been 
it's been very very cool to have this much support over this period of time it's it's been I years agree. and and uh it's awesome that people are are willing to to check it out and shoot us a couple bucks for what we're doing um if you do want to check that out it's patreon.com slash los war machine it's essentially just our tip jar uh we don't have anything that we really lock behind it there's a couple Fun little things you get for uh, different tiers. Uh, so just like the highest warcaster tier, you get to you get to help vote on topics. And if you listened to the cast where we all had to awkwardly get through the intro uh, one word at a time, uh, that was a suggestion from one of our uh, warcaster tiers. Which is oh, we got another one too. Hold on, what yeah. was it? Open the podcast like an episode of Hell's Kitchen. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Oh, oh, I, I know what he's talking about. Okay. Okay. I don't I don't know either, but I'm happy to do research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I have watched that before. I I yeah, I, I get what it's saying. Uh that will probably take a little while. That is some production. Um, <laughs> okay. But, oh, that yeah. sounds like Chandler. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm happy to do it. That excites me. But yeah, it'll it'll they'll be they'll take a little bit of a little bit of work. Um yeah, pitch it, check that out. Patreon.com slash LOS War Machine. Uh it's a good good way to support kind of everything that we have got going on. Yeah, and if you join oh, this month, you're not you're not too late to vote on our f- last week of the month podcast topic for this month. So nice. get in there. Do do do. I also want to big, give big thanks to our sponsors, such as BrokenEggGames.com. They've been pretty much there since the beginning as well. Oh no, they've they've been there since the beginning because they were my sponsor on Druid's Dice, and they just sort yeah, of like, that's what it was. Sure, yeah, hop on over. over. Yeah, when you came over, I was like, could we talk to Broken Egg? Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you go check out the Broken Egg store, you can get five percent off everything on there with the code LOS five C O D E. That's where I get all my tokens, all terrain widgets, things like that. Really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, really great art. Good stuff. Uh, also, you should check out figurepainters.com. That is Tyson's wonderful stuff. Uh, he's just a mad genius with his uh, base inserts, the flight bases for things like Rocketmen, Griever Swarms, stuff like that. Really, really good, especially since people are actually getting Rocketmen now. Oh, and there's also the Bennett and the Stinger and the something else mentalist, maybe, flight bases that he's come out with Very in the cool. last like week. Nice. Nice, yeah. Check that out. Figurepainters.com. He does a lot of really awesome stuff. Uh, if you ever want to, if you're on Twitter ever, uh, I am at LOS underscore Chandler. You can harass me there. You can also go to our uh, Facebook, which is just Line of Sight, and that's where we post all of our random nonsense, including pictures of painted models or me playing the bassoon for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's the kind of high quality content you can expect. <laughs> Uh, you can also go to our Discord if you go to, uh, well, okay, if you go to our website, which is loswarmachine.com, uh, and go to any of the podcasts on there, uh, there's going to be in the show notes a link to our Discord, uh, where we have things like our mentor channel, uh, looking for group for, or looking for games for uh, War Table or whatever you got going on, Brawl Machine stuff, um, mm-hmm. or do you just want to talk about War Machine? And apparently the best source of listener questions. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm also yeah. just going to plug a couple of other things that are going on there. Uh, we have a 80 person, I think, Warfare Weekend qualifier happening through our Discord right now as we speak. Um, we have a monthly Steamroller League, a monthly Casual League. We have a monthly Brawl Machine League. Um, we're going to be running the Brawl Machine Team Championship through that in July. Like, it's hopping. We're almost at 2,000 people in that thing. Oh, my God. Nice. So, yeah. check it out. It's a It's a great... Great community. If you've been looking for something that's a little bit more heavily moderated, uh, keep people under control. That that's what our Discord is. Nice. Uh, and that's uh, pretty much it. Well done, everybody. We did the thing. Episode one hundred seventy-two. Uh, and yeah, come back next week. I guess we got through enough of the questions. We don't know. We're not going to do that again. We'll probably be talking about uh, War Machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're probably we might... talking about uh, War Machine as a game. 
Uh, yeah, we might toss a couple more listener questions at the beginning because there's a couple good ones that I just didn't feel like we had time to talk about. Sure. Fair. Yeah. Cool. All right. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.